mm-hmm. you guys have to do is say, no, we're not doing that. And then, no. What? Okay. Go ahead. So, everybody, hi! No, we're not I'm, doing I'm that. Just, I've just been watching the Pokemans. <laughs> I watched every episode of Pokemans over the last two weeks. Why'd you do that? Uh, aren't we recording a podcast about every episode of Pokemon? No, you silly. We're talking oh. about Digimon. Oh. No, we're talking about Beyblade. What are you two on about? If only there was a Beyblade. show about card games to be watching. It di- Pokemans didn't have enough card games. There was like two episodes. You could see trading cards in, and maybe ah, a so movie. So what you're really looking for then is Bakugan. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes, my but favorite, my hero academia bad. character. It's 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 too bad <laughs> none of these shows you're talking about are real, because yeah, I could sure go for a show about card games. Yeah. Right about now. Too bad all we've got is Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. What? What is this about dice? Something. I don't know. It's about dice and d- d- dungeons and, and monsters. Ooh, dragons! I like those. They're like they they you could fit an entire dragon into a card. Well, how about we talk about it then? Yeah, that's how they that's how they invented it. Attention duelists, welcome to the next round of Gathered Pharaohs. Yep. Our first contestant is Vakiti Liam, f- uh, representing his home country of, of Canada. Yeah, he's the last Canada survivor of Canada. He's the last and, survivor. And our second contestant is uh, representing her home country of South Canada, uh, Josie. Yep, Josie. And these are my volleyballs with handprints painted on them. James and Joseph. And I'm we call the him other Whipples. one. We call him Whipples. Hello. I would Let's pour talk one about out. Yu-Gi-Oh. I would pour one out for the de- for the dearly departed, but this is the last energy drink in the world I'm drinking right now. No, you gotta save it that. Anyway, so we've anyway, been so, watching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep, we're watching Yu-Gi-Oh! in this uh, delightful apocalypse we got going on here. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've watched the rest of Season 1. Uh, sort of. I don't know why they cut up the episodes the way they did, but yeah. I, I think I think these season numbers are based on the 4Kids release rather than the Japanese release. No, no. Uh, the, 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 epi- the last episodes in, the, in Season 1 are, in fact, only half of an arc. Well, well, I mean, I'm, going, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll, and it considers everything. I mean, it considers episodes after 49 still part of season one. So yeah, no, 49 is the is the last episode of season one. It's just that episodes 50 and 51 are part of the arc in the manga, only in the manga. It's it's not a it's not an issue of numbering. It's an issue of why they made the show this way. Huh. Okay. It's it. We're gonna have a lot to say about the final arc of season one, but for now, yeah. we're gonna talk about attention duelists. Get the oh, fuck right. in the castle. Yeah, that's where they were last time we left off. They were just entering the castle. How about that? Every, uh, it doesn't look like it, but everyone here is at least a teenager, so I can swear. Also, there's no cameras. 
Oh yeah, we left off last time on the the beginning of the fucking Pegasus battle. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I I watched up to episode forty three before that, so all I watched like between then and now was just everything after that. <laughs> Don't worry, I watched the I watched the episode that I forgot to watch with Mai and Antea and their stupid ass duel. Uh, do you have any quick thoughts on that? Uh, I forgot to take notes. Uh, I was like. I thought four kids added all the friendship dialogue, and also nope. I thought it was a Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought it was a Yu-Gi-Oh abridged joke that Taya's gamble was if she lost the duel, she couldn't mention friendship ever again. I thought that was a, a bridge joke. It was around that time when I realized that the entire. Three other times I've watched this entire series, I have only ever watched season one dubbed. Hmm. This is my first time watching it subbed. Now, the voices did get grading a bit into season two, so I'm pretty sure I've only watched season two all the way through dubbed once or twice. Okay. But this, this shit, oh my god, this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, what we've got good news though currently... is I'm pretty sure every single one of those cards except the rose whip, whatever the fuck, do exist. So hmm. that's okay. good, including yep. harpy bondage. Oh yep, yeah, that, the... that, that's a staple. Yep. Yep. Can't go anywhere without your, your harpy slaver bondage. Yeah, four kids, four kids, and upper deck uh, really did not have respect for Konami, for for Konami and Takahashi when it came to uh, localizing certain things. I mean, with Hello? good reason. You don't really want to be selling cards with bondage on them why, to kids. Why is the conne- why does the why is the connection deciding to shit itself today, right now? I don't I can know. Hear you just fine. What but... are you talking about? I'm having trouble hearing Curtis. No, My connection is like fine. always we'll bad, so we'll know. just go with it. So anyway, they get into the castle because, yeah. uh, yes, uh, spoilers. Leia, D- D- Leia, I just said Leia. Uh, what's her name? Yes, Princess An- Leia. Anzu, Anzu, Taya, what, whatever the fuck. Uh, uh, she, she, she wins. Got her back. She yeah. wins, but also sort of doesn't because uh, Mai is just like, oh my god, what am I doing? This bitch is so oblivious to everything. I could play this one card and destroy this woman's whole career. And so she surrenders because she was just going to give... She, she was just going to give Yugi the, the star chips anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. And they go into the castle and then it gets... And then it gets, uh... Then it gets Kaibud. And then gets Kaiba shows up and he's surprised that Yugi pulls his shit together and gets five more starships in like 15 minutes. Are really are we really just like skipping through entire episodes here at this point? Like what? <laughs> okay, fine. And then <laughs> and, and then cartoon and then cartoons happen and Kaiba gets turned into a trading card and then Mokuba is always a trading card and then they have a nightmare. And then, and then, and then, and then dragons happen, and then, and then robots happen, and then time travel happens, and then... I don't know what you're trying to prove by doing this. This is literally what I just criticized you for doing. 
Okay, but like, what 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 did we actually skip before Josie just went off on and did that? Well, it's just we usually go into more detail about things. It's not like we we usually don't cover like entire episodes in like a minute. Did we're we talking already, about episode twenty six, the we first already, one that we were supposed to talk about. Yeah, we already did the my the my versus Taya duel last episode. I was just going over it because I have forgotten to watch it last week recording. Yeah. Uh, Dumb shit. <laughs> Bitch. Anyway, anyway episode 26. Anyway, ta- anyway, Taya beats beats up a prostitute with the power of friendship. So now <laughs> they're in the, so now they're in the castle. Yes. And now they're in the Pegasus castle. Kaiba's like, there. Kaiba's challenging uh uh, uh boy to a duel. Peg leg to a duel. Pegaman, yeah. And Pegleg is just fucking with him. Like he, he like he is aware that Kaiba only is trying to push this new this new hologram yo-yo thing. Uh, because he knows about mind reading and wants to combat it, and he's like, "Yes, your 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 new your new little toy isn't going to work, but I'm still going to refuse to use it yeah. just to fuck with you. I'm gonna have your zombified brother play play card games with you instead. How about that, oh, yeah. Kaiba boy? To do that, <laughs> yeah, that was really fucked up. That was really fucked up, and that was exactly the moment when I realized there are no cameras." There are no. no cameras here. The only cameras here are the big five watching, because apparently they have cameras watching. Well, they have cameras everywhere. They have cameras everywhere because they're the Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, I can't anyway. stress this enough. The entire world mil- gets their military hardware from Kybercorp, or it used to. So, they really are the Illuminati. Yeah. They are the five most powerful people in the world. As we'll see, I guess, in a few episodes' time. Say what now? I, I, I guess we'll see their, their impressive might in a few episodes' time. Yep. Um. Anyway, for now, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, so Kaiba and Pegasus have their duel as a normal Duel Monsters game with the normal holodeck stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Kaiba just gets freaking I think the funniest, the funniest part about Pegasus refusing to use Kaiba's new toy is that this is Kaiba's old toy. Either mm-hmm. way, they would be playing on a duel arena Kaiba built. You know what? Good point. So, yeah, this is stupid, but it's a good stupid. Because the whole show is good stupid. I like this. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so from uh, Bandit Keith's perspective, because I'm guessing he's the only one here that doesn't know the motivations that everyone's got going on, this is just an exhibition duel. The former champion of the world playing with uh, duel, playing cards with the guy who made the cards. But uh, we all know this, this is way more serious than that. Uh, this dude's a sociopath or psychopath. I don't know. What the di- I still haven't know. Don't know what the difference is. Anyway, uh, neither do I. But I know there is a difference. Anyway, so Kaiba tries to be good, and Yugi's all like, "Watch out! The only card I remember Pegasus has is specifically bad for you." Yeah. Dragon that's, capture jar. That's right. That's the one. Yeah, I'm bad, sure we'll never see that again. It's a bad time for Kaiba Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll but never see that card th- again. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Pegasus's powers don't uh, rearrange the cards in his deck. 
So it takes him a while to draw that. But we Uh, all know it's coming! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. When Pegasus, uh, you know, does all of that, he then pulls uh, Toon World. Toon World! It turns things into American. (laughs) Yep. Including the the dragon that he captured. Yep. Because, uh... Pegasus really likes Western animation for some reason. Well, he is American. Uh, yeah. Canonically. Yep, he is American. Uh, in four in four kids of Ania, they don't really acknowledge what country every character is from. So, frankly, I didn't know that first three or four times I watched this show. Yeah. Um, in the four kids version, they gave him an over the top English accent, didn't they? Uh. I don't know what accent he had. It was not really that significantly different than the way he talks here. Hmm. He All definitely right. didn't yeah. sound. He definitely, on a scale of, on a scale of of Liam to Chip, he sounded closer to Liam than Chip. Okay. That's right. You're the highest scale of Britishness in the whole world. Nice. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, Kaiba is not too happy about his blue-eyes-white dragon being turned into a filthy American cartoon. Filthy Americans! It's a, 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 a absolute disgrace. How dare you do that, how Pegasus? Da- how, dare, how dare you... How dare you insult the card that you made? This is even worse than turning my brother into a soul card. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah. technically, now technically, it's gonna get weird. Turns out, Pegasus. It turns out, years down the line, Pegasus didn't actually create the blue eyes white dragon. The Egyptians did, but also not really. No one really knows where it came from. But so yeah, Pegasus really did turn a drag, turn a cool dragon into a cartoon, just to piss off Kaiba. Yep. And but we uh, don't know that yet. Fuck! No. Forget I said anything. But but what we do know, and what we find out, and what Kaiba finds out, and what Yugi finds out, is that, uh, yeah, Pegasus does straight up have mind-reading abilities. Yep, Pegasus, straight up mind-reading. That's kind of broken. Yep, it's kind of broken. And, but don't uh, worry, everyone cheats in this fucking car ga- in this well, fucking game. Yeah. But Kaiba doesn't know how to cheat hard enough, so he loses. Yep, Kaiba doesn't know how to cheat hard enough, so he's like... Fuck! Mm-hmm. And uh, then also, Pegasus, can, can... and then Pegasus steals his soul just to be a little bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of cheating, okay. So first of all, yeah, Pegasus mind reading. No, don't do that. But also, Pegasus Toon World. That's a card that isn't even in circulation. He just has all it right. for himself. All right. Now, again, from the perspective of this is an exhibition tool, it it kind of makes sense that the creative card game would have fun limited edition cards, but also, this is fucked up! Yeah, like, I mean, he also uses the same card in the actual, like, tournament final against Yugi, so... Yeah, because this is not an exhibition duel. This is real life. Yeah. If you die in the game, you die in real life. This ain't no trip to Disney World! Yeah. If you die in Disney World, they resuscitate your corpse! 
you, you become alive again, and they wipe your memory so you don't know that they killed you. But not at That's right. The, castle. the people in Disney World, they are the ones doing the murder. But don't, it's okay, because they're magic. What am I on about? This is fucked up. This is great. I love it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> what happens so, after, uh, after Kaiba dies? Oh yeah, he gets turned into a soul card and too. Then, the, then they eat food. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, and everyone, everyone just kind of... It, everyone is uncomfortably comfortable eating food that was prepared for them by a guy who just casually murdered someone. Yes. In- including soup with eyes in it. Why do they know that they're eyes? I mean, if you look at it, it kind of looks like an eye. It's round? I guess yeah. it's an eye. It's that round is and it's weird. Got, like, a okay, like okay. So next, 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 uh, next item on the agenda. That's real weird. Why? Yes. Why did Pegasus have re- a recreation of his eye sculpted just covered in soup? How many well, of them so did that he, he make? He could put the the drawing, like the 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 ballots, the things, the choose who fight who in them. <laughs> I'm good but with words. Yeah! Yeah. And there then it goes A, B, C, D. Yep, it's good words. Yeah. Uh, so then anyway, they go... speaking of this, so, 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 okay, so when they're having their food, the, uh, the tournament announcer guy, he comes up and says, Croquet. Right, I hope everybody's got their special cards because you need them for the finals, even though you wouldn't have got here if you weren't invited, probably. Um... So everyone brings out their special cards, except Bandit Keith, who who doesn't have any because he wasn't invited. Uh, Joey has one because Yuki gives him one. And yep. uh, yeah. So these cards, the way they're explained is not how they actually work. Th- they just lied. So the way they're explained yep. is that if when you go into a match in the finals, you present one of the one of these cards to Pegasus and you say, "I I will either." Challenge you if I win, or I will get prize money if I win. One or the other. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. Yugi just wins, he gets the prize money, and challenges Pegasus. So it just doesn't matter. I try, I disregard the actual canon, and my, my explanation, my head canon is that, uh, Yugi and Joey are the two finalists, like, like, like they duel each other to see who wins the tournament, and since they had different prize cards, they both basically won anyway. So who cares? I guess. Uh, I don't know why they decided to make it complicated by just throwing out. Basically, the 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 prize cards were just there to add extra tension. I guess. Um, that was it. Actually, fu- funny thing about that is in the manga, uh, Yugi and Joey didn't duel each other. They just decided, yeah, there's literally no point in fighting each other. Uh, Yugi, uh, go ahead and win anyway. Well, well, that they just wanted to make it look cool. Yeah. It was like, yeah, why not have? See, this is the this is there are many ways of doing an adaptation. This is one of this is something I call the Dragon Ball Z approach, where. You just add fight scenes or extend fight scenes. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, Dragon Ball Z doesn't actually have a whole lot of filler. It just has a lot by volume. 
Yeah. And yeah. The, the actual filler episodes it has are fucking hilarious. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, has, Yu-Gi-Oh! has... Yu-Gi-Oh! is all over the place with this, though. Because they do extend the fuck out of fight, out of duels and uh, add duels to places and change things so that... The, and change things that weren't duels into duels. It, it, it's all confusing. But also, they do have straight-up filler arcs and an entire filler off-season. Hmm. So, okay. it's fucking weird. Anyway. But yeah, I, yeah, Joey and Yugi dueling was cool though. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm but into before it. that, uh, Yugi but and before my that, dueling. Before that, Yugi and Boobies duel. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, well before, like the, the night before, like they all looked at uh, their cards and was like, "Yep, those are cards, all right." And I think this is the first time Yugi's actually looked at the damn cards that his grandfather gave him. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> because like he is like throughout the show, throughout the the season, he's just been like, I believe in my cards, so I believe I'll draw a card that's good. Oh look, a card that's good, bam. Yeah, but uh, here oh, actually, but, I forgot, I forgot. Before even Yugi and my duel, there's a whole thing at night. Oh yeah, Tristan tries to contribute and fails so spectacularly. Yeah, <laughs> he says, Tristan, "Hey guys." These guys hey, are probably Hey guys, cheating. I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything since the universe rebooted itself. Uh can let's go let's go look at a thing and by coincidence it, a light will shine onto a place and then we'll sneak into a tower and I'll look up Taya's panties. <laughs> yeah. So so okay, so what's happening here is Essentially, even though, like, you know, Yugi has pretty much just accepted that, uh, that Pegasus has actual mind control, uh, the others are thinking, hmm, what if it's not mind control and he's got, like, a spy looking through this tiny gap in the wall to see the opponent's cards and, like, radio him the, you know, what he's got or something. And by coincidence, there is actually a tiny hole for it, for some, for a spy to look through. But, but that's not what it's used for at all. Basically, I think Pegasus knew that certain people might get suspicious and just made a thing to be a wild goose chase. Okay, but the tower that it leads to is actually, like, his bedroom, so... <laughs> yeah. Frankly, I don't know what the point of any of this is. Oh, anyway, inside I his, mean, his we bedroom get to is a great big we painting. To, we get to see an ancient Egyptian card game. That's yeah, cool. that happens. I don't know why that happens, but it does. Uh, Pegasus like shows them a, a vision of ancient Egypt, I guess, and yep. an ancient and duel. Pe but, but also Pegasus is there. Yes, he's like in the vision. Yep. And then Bakura's oh, like, oh, trust psych, I'm still evil. Oh, trust me, these visions of ancient Egypt are not going to get any more clear going going further. That's one thing I don't understand with Bakura, by the way. When yeah, you too. <laughs> when, when Yugi has the puzzle removed, it's like he's he's still Yami Yugi, but it doesn't like make him have the puzzle again. Yeah, no. What, so when like, Bakura what the fuck gets the... like the ring was thrown off the fucking tower, okay, and then no. it just fucking materializes like a fucking chest burster. 
Okay, not even that, right? Oh, I mean, yes, that later. But right now, <laughs> what's happened is Yugi banished Bakura's evil soul out of his body and into the card graveyard, which somehow exists in Shadow Game world, I guess. But, right. Yep. And then somehow his soul just got back into Bakura. No explanation given. <laughs> um, it's because of where the soul that it's because of where Dark Bakura's soul came from. We'll get to that. Uh, for now, it's just a plot hole. Yeah. They come up with an explanation. They come up. They basically they just write shit and come up with an explanation for it later. Oh, so the bionicle method. But uh, the reason <laughs> that the the reason that the ring is able to just be thrown off a ledge and then suddenly end up on Bakura again is, I guess, because of its power. It The Millennium Ring can find stuff, as we've established. The The prongs on it will, will point towards whatever you happen to be looking for. Okay, but, like, do, do the prongs just, like, pop out and it scuttles along the ground until it gets back to him? Like, how does it get back? That part, I don't yes. know. Uh, because honestly, I'm just talking out my ass here. I don't know what the fuck. Okay. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Oh, jeez, my computer keeps crashing. Uh, not crashing, freezing. Oh boy, I sure hope yeah. this doesn't mess up the recording. Anyway, so, Yugi and Prostitute is dueling, and it's card games. Josie. And it turns out Mai actually has other monster cards in her deck. Oh yeah, she does. Exactly one other monster. And it's Harpy's pet dragon. Exactly. Well, oh, no, she apparent apparently she does have multiple copies of Harpy's la of Harpy Lady. So hmm. that's something. But uh Yes. Yeah. What a great is, card. <laughs> yeah, she is a she's the semi she is in the semifinals. Oh, fucking Duelist Kingdom. She only has four monster cards in her deck, and they're all terrible. Yeah, but she's got a lot of cards to power them up with. And protect yeah, them with. Yeah, well, that that's good at least. And only one, and only one of them that isn't real. Hmm. For uh, anyway, some reason, so at this point she's stopped using her smell For some reason they've never made Rose Whip. Say what yeah. now? Smell-o-vision? Uh, yeah, at this point she stopped using her smell-o-vision. She's like, eh, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, uh, once once people's methods of uh, mind control are debunked and a workaround is found, they stop, they just abandon them. Yeah. Except for Pegasus. Pegasus yeah. just, he's got one gimmick and he wants to just keep on going with it. But anyway... Yes. Uh, so Yugi's actually looked at the cards in his deck for once and uh, knows that he definitely has a very strong monster. And mm -hmm. he's pretty confident he's going to win. And Mai's all like, hey, are you even trying to... Are you paying attention to me? Are you, are you just assuming that you've won already and not even paying, paying me any attention? And he's like, yes! Yes, I am! And she's all like, okay, fine, I surrender. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the lie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the beginning of this episode, Yugi is just so super confident that he's going to win that he doesn't even pay any attention to the duel. It's like, Pegasus is right there. I can smell his socks. <laughs> I can smell them. I don't know why I would be smelling his socks when I'm playing a card game with him, but I smell them. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, that's just my. My! <laughs> you have 40 playing cards covered in perfume, and they smell like a, like a middle-aged man's socks. That's weird, my. That's weird. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so eventually wins he does. Of course, Yugi wins. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, he he gets his head back in the game. He he summons the lost soldier or whatever, and lackluster uh, soldier. Yes, I don't know why they called it that. It's supposed to be called chaos soldier, but they localized it as black luster soldier. And uh, that card mm. from earlier, the player killer of darkness used, was called chaos shield. Well, that's called Yellow Luster Shield now. That doesn't make any sense. The word uh-huh. luster suddenly becomes a stand-in for chaos. Eventually, they start just using the word chaos in English. I wonder all why over it took the place so long. They're all over the place with... with, with... The, the thing is, though, it didn't take them that long, because Black Magician of Chaos... Uh, I think Black Magician of Chaos was released before Black Luster Soldier... And it's called Black Magician of Chaos! Oh, I guess Dark Magician of Chaos they would have uh, localized that as? In fact, it's straight up called Black Magician of Chaos. Oh. So that invalidates the Black Luster Soldiers localization and Dark Magicians. Huh, how about that? Yep, it's confusing as shit! But Yugi hasn't summoned Black Magician of Chaos yet, so we don't know who that is. I guess not. Yep. Anyway... Uh, yeah, my surrenders, and then it's because it's time for the next duel. Oh, my surrenders. Yes. That's always my that's always my my uh, strategy is surrendering. And then that then the other person didn't technically beat it because she surrendered. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's almost time for Banditokis uh, versus uh, Jonochi. But, yep, and Bandit oh, no. Keith snuck in. Bandit Keith snuck into a teenager's bedroom at night while he was asleep and stole a trading card from his jacket. Yeah, I mean, what else would he do in there? Yeah, and Joey's Gosh. all like, "Ah, oh, shit! The trading card that I already showed the the but the fucking castle butler is missing. I'm going to be disqualified, even though he literally knows I do have it." Hmm. And the and, and the butler's like, you have five minutes to go find it, otherwise you're disqualified. These qualification rules make no sense. But don't worry, though, because Mai has hers, because she's not an idiot, and uh, yeah. she doesn't need it no more. You'd yeah, think but... those would be collected at the time that they entered their duels, but whatever. Yeah, you, you'd, you'd think that would be a loophole they'd want to close, but no. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing Joey doesn't doesn't wipe his nose with it because she hands it to him wrapped in a handkerchief. You. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't yeah. know what she's been using that handkerchief for. Oh, I mean, probably good... for collecting scent samples of Pegasus's feet. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, but I no. So. Uh, my, my hands him. Her 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 prize card in a ha- wrapped up in a hand handkerchief, and uh, he it takes him a couple seconds to notice there's a trading card in it. What if he hadn't noticed there was a trading card in it and wiped his nose yeah. with it, and then realized, oh shit, this is my pr- this is the prize card. Oops. Yeah, I mean we, we've already established there's no cameras around, so like there's no reason for her to hide it in there. She could have just given it to him. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's drama. I guess. 
So anyway, then Don Joey shows up, and Bandit Keith is surprised, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, now oh, I actually fuck, have to try. He... Now, now I actually have to try. Which Damn. you'd think I would be less averse to doing, considering... I mean, I did break into a guy's house. Playing a card game with him isn't too hard. Yeah. And, and like, but mean, let's no, not forget that Bandit Keith is you know the I mean. American champion, so... He's got to be at least a little bit good. Yeah, yeah. Well, only because the person he's playing with is an idiot. That's why he loses. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Time travel! Yeah. Joey's deck really does rely on time travel at the moment, doesn't it? Yep, yep. So, Bandit Keith plays machine cards. They all kind of suck, but because and of every time bullshit Joey duels, duels kingdom rule, it's like, what? okay, get ready for a mini heart attack every time he brings out Time Wizard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, so uh, Bandit Keith's cards all suck, but because of bullshit time, because of bullshit duels kingdom rules, they're all suddenly in, 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 indestructible. Y- yeah. But then Joey pulls out the Time Wizard and is like, Yeah! I'm either going to win right now or lose badly! But then Why am I playing with this a time card? machine of his own. Yep. Yep. And uh, don't worry, though, because uh, Joey decides to double and even triple <laughs> down on Time Wizard. He bases an entire deck on gamble cards after this. After Season oh, 2. good. So, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, my, my basic breakdown of this fight. Uh, Keith brings out machine cards. Joey can't beat them. Joey uses uh, the time machine to kill his machine cards. Keith brings out a time machine to bring back his machine cards. And then Joey uses a no-you card to use Keith's time machine to bring back his own cards that are better to beat the Keith's revived machine cards. Yeah, so uh basically yes. <laughs> basically if you want if you want a summary of this episode, just go watch that Rick and Morty if you want a summary of this duel, just go back and watch that Rick and Morty episode with the snakes. I'm going to assume that's relevant. Yeah, it'll be relevant to our listeners. I, I guess neither of you watch. Okay, so basically they wanted they wanted to do an episode about the Terminator and why time travel is stupid. Uh ah, so, so I, I think I can see where that's going. So they had, uh, it also, it was a mixture of snakes on a plane. Okay. But it was snakes in time, it was snakes in time travel. I'm going to turn on a light, it's really dark in this room. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, Chip has been sent to the Shadow Realm! Oh, and I'm back. Anyway, uh, so, uh... Oh yeah, well you you're gonna fight me with time machines. I'm gonna fight, fight you with time machines. Oh yeah, well I'll go back in time and fuck your mom. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna go f- back in time and kill your mom. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna go back in time and kill you. Well, I'm gonna go back in time before your time machine was even invented. Well, I'm gonna go back in time before your time machine was even invented. And I'm sucking myself off. Oh, I'm eating my own head. Josie, oh. what the hell are you on about? Time machines! Time travel! Card games! I, I like For to think you're just quoting that Rick and Morty episode verbatim. You know, you might as well just assume that everything I've ever said in my life was scraped from a Rick and Morty episode. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Joey eventually wins. 
Cool. And and then Bandit Keith is all like, well, my bullshit time travel didn't work, so I'm going to call you a thief or a cheater. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Also, yeah, Bandit his, Keith his cheated in the duel because he he like hid cards in his wristband. Don't worry though, no one noticed. And Pegasus definitely noticed. Yeah, yeah. Pegasus oh, yeah, saw. And Pegasus noticed. And then, but uh, Bandit Keith also is very athletic for someone whose entire life revolves around trading cards. And he jumps up and he points a gun at Pegasus, or if you're four kids, menacingly points his finger at Pegasus. Is yes. that really what they do in the four kids dub? Yep, yep, they erase they erase guns or trace over them with bad CGI. Or, That's amazing. Or whatever. And uh But yeah, this is this scene goes very differently in the manga, in which uh so here in the anime, uh Pegasus opens a trap door and uh drops Keith into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Where uh, we'll probably never see him again. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but in the manga, um, apparently Pegasus turns his hand, turns Keith's hand into the gun. Excuse Keith, me. Keith, so he turns Keith's hand into a gun, and then has Keith's arm point to. Basically, he he mind controls Keith into playing Russian roulette with himself. I guess oh, is what's going on because of the gambler symbolism and whatnot. But anyway, so at any rate, he has Keith shoot himself, but also turn his hand into a gun. I mean, that's more thematically relevant, I guess. But also, mind control and turning hands into guns doesn't seem to be part of Pegasus's power set. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there, there are some reasons why they didn't adapt this straight, but, uh, as it turns out, this is basically the point where, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! becomes broken and can never be fixed. Okay. <laughs> this is the point where Star Wars becomes, is broken, and nothing can ever fix it. Oh. So yeah, uh, yeah, Bandit Keith is canonically dead, except in the anime where he is maybe not dead, but also shit gets gets all sorts of wibbly wobblies. So uh, even though, in, so even though uh, they were supposed to just watch a man be murdered point blank by himself, it was sort of a murder suicide. But um, Tish, uh, Yugi and Joey decide to play card games. But not really, because in the manga... God, this is complicated. Trying to recap <laughs> the event of two completely separate timelines doesn't work. I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I, I guess in the in the manga's canon, it does make a lot of sense for Yugi and Joey in to the just manga's, be like... In the yeah. manga's timeline, it's like, <laughs> ah, jeez, Yugi. I just watched a man's hand turn into a gun and shoot himself. I can't do this. I can't do yeah, this. Like, go fuck up Pegasus for me, please. <laughs> go, go, go kick Pegasus in the balls. I'm gonna go vomit. Yeah. I'll, whereas I'll in the anime, it's wait, more like, uh, eh, hold on, I, hold on. Um, since I forfeit, that means you get the money. Can I have the money when you lose? I mean, when? Sure, okay. Joey, you can have the money. Why do I sound like this? Because you're really bad at impressions, you. 
Why am I impersonating myself, Joey? Help me. Help. Help me. Anyway. I've lost in, the plot. I've lost in, the plot. In the anime, you they do have a duel. You plot, Josie. <laughs> nope. And speaking of not having a plot... So in the anime... Country they actually... music happens! And so Joey <laughs> and Yuki duel. Yes. And yes, Tay is Yugi very upset about this, because friends shouldn't play card games! No. That's the worst thing they can do. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, they they have this little duel, and, uh, you know, they're both going at it. Joey's whole, str- good. Joey's whole strategy is borrowing cards from Yugi. Yes. That's literally his whole strategy. I mean, it works. Uh, yeah. Like, the, it, the only reason Yugi wins is because he's got a couple of really bullshit cards, like magical silk hats. And it turns out there was actually a reason. It turns out Time Wizard had more synergy in his deck than practically every other card he owns, and that's the one he gave away. Huh. Good. Yeah. 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 So like, Joey plays Time Wizard and expects to himself to win. We're just skipping to the end of that because the whole duel is like it boils down to this. Yeah, pretty much. It's like Joey summons black, uh, d- the black skull, red dragon, whatever. J- Yugi beats it because he's Yugi, and then he plays Time Wizard, and then Yugi beats it because he's Yugi, or more specifically because the Dark Magician got real old, and that king with experience it made that him card even more powerful. Is such a bullshit card to be able to summon. It takes so many fucking prerequisites to even get that fucker on the field. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh! wiki acknowledges Dark Sage as the most difficult card to summon in the game. It's so stupid. It is so much more difficult to summon Dark Sage than Exodia. (laughs) Legit! Legit! Not even the card, not even to get all, all five cards in your hand, like the actual way you play Exodia. You can literally summon five monsters to the field at once easier than you could summon Dark Sage. You gotta have Dark Magician and Time Wizard on the field. You gotta, you gotta have Dark Sage in your deck, because if it's in your hand, then you're fucked. You can't special summon it from your hand. I feel like it's, summoning fucking Dragon Master Knight would be easier than this. Oh yeah, Ted, t- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, in fact, Dark Sage, it, it it's the okay. So Time Wizard has two cards that use it that utilize its effect. It utilize it. Uh, Thousand Dragon and Dark Sage. Thousand Dragon is just a fusion card that sucks because that's not how it works in the game. But, you know what? It's easier to summon a fusion monster. Let me tell you something. You don't even need baby... Okay, so, like, at this point in the game, there are so many ways to cheat out fusion monsters that it would make make Dark Sage go from the hardest card to summon in the game to not even an issue that it's so bullshit. But, (laughs) I mean, I guess guess they thought, oh, well, Dark Sage's effect is so broken, though. It's not really, though, because there are plenty of cards that let you search your entire deck for a specific spell card and then play it. Not a lot of cards that let you activate them straight from your hand during your opponent's turn. I get that. But wow. Just. Wow. Yeah. It could be like that. I mean, it's a cool ending, though. I mean, it, it presents 
an issue of, uh, Yugi really didn't bother actually looking into his deck first. He really didn't, because otherwise he would have probably, he would have probably thought, hey, you know, Time Wizard goes pretty good with Dark Magician. Maybe I should keep that. Maybe I should keep that one. Hmm. Maybe I should keep that one. Maybe Joey can have Summon Skull. Yeah. It would make so much more sense for Joey to have Summon Skull than Time Wizard, but uh, I guess Yugi didn't think that at the time. He just thought, oh, you have Baby Dragon here, have Time Wizard. It's the only card I know that's in my deck that I haven't already used. I guess. I'm an idiot. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, so, so he beats Joey, and then it's on to, well, it, Yugi gets ready for his battle with Pegasus. Uh, meanwhile, Tristan and Bakura decide to have a little adventure. Oh. Uh, Oh, wait, I thought that happened earlier. No, 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 they have another little adventure. Oh, right, yeah, right, okay, yeah. This is the one Tristan... where they try and find out where Mokuba's being held and try and free him. Yep, Trist Tristan is desperately trying to hold on to, re to hold on to reclaim any sort of relevance whatsoever. Yeah, he really wants and, to do something. And to his credit, he does a lot more in this in this adventure than he does... In the fucking bullshit panties adventure. Unfortunately, <laughs> everything he does here is completely uh, non-effective and all basically undone by the end of the episode. Yeah, there is absolutely no reason for any of this to be happening. Yeah, like the, the most interesting thing that happens is he finds out Bakura's still evil, throws the ring away, and then Bakura's evil again. Yeah. Coincidentally, yeah. we also find out that fucking the Millennium Ring can just fucking detect anything, including Mokuba. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Tr Tristan th Tristan thinks that, that if he finds the body of Mokuba and brings it to the fucking balcony where they're watching the duel, that will somehow give Yugi a, an edge over Pegasus? It, it'll show Yugi that Mokuba's not dead dead. Does Yugi, even, does Yugi even know that Tristan has Mokuba? Because I think by the time, I think by the time uh, Tristan gets to the to the gets back to the observation balcony, they're already in the shadow realm. Yeah, I think they are. Huh, so basically, so basically, this bullshit that Tristan's doing is absolutely pointless. Yeah, but at least we get to see Bakura summon Maneater Bug in real. Yeah, he just summons monsters in real life. How about that? Yep. It's like a real Egyptian boy. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, I am so confused. Uh, I don't think so... chain energy works the way presented here. The spell card. Hmm. Well, who cares? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Yugi is, uh... Trapped in the hell that is Disney World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Yugi and Pegasus have their duel. Uh, Pegasus says, uh, "You know what? Let's make this interesting. Let's make it a shadow game. Uh, if you die in the yeah. game, you die in real life. You know how this works." Well, no. He only decides to do that after Yugi figures out how to get rid of to Toon World, which is oh, not yeah. that hard. Not that hard. Toon World does not have m many protections against. Spell and trap removal. It's just that Peg it's just that Yugi's deck kind of sucks. 
Yeah. I I think he has a couple guards that can that could have easily dealt with Dune World, but he's an idiot. So like everyone in this show's an idiot. Yugi just knows how to manipulate reality around him. Yeah. So but yeah, Pegasus is like, oh no, my cartoons my cartoons aren't working anymore. They're broken. Well, time to summon time to summon uh cycloptic hell clowns. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a fucking, like, complete, total whiplash. <laughs> he just went like, oh, it's cartoons. Demon time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, though, mm-hmm. Relinquished, the, the English name for that card, one of my favorite designs in this show. Mm-hmm. It's very, cre- very, very creative. Certainly a lot more creative than, ooh, cartoons! <laughs> Yeah. I don't, like cyclotic hell clowns are the only thing I know how to describe these. That's how that's how ridiculous it is. I don't nice. even know where they got the idea for relinquish. It just like what is it? Holy shit. Hmm. It's it's great. I love it. Anyway, so, um, uh, so yeah, now that his the... tomb world's been defe- defeated, yep. uh, Pegasus is like, oh well, at least I still got mind reading. <laughs> yep, and he Yugi's declares, like, oh, how can I beat his mind reading? And then Yugi remembers, oh wait, I have two of me. Yeah. And then and then Pegasus is all right. Well, now I'm gonna go to Shadow Realm, where you, you aren't, where your other you isn't gonna be strong enough to stay alive. Oh even, yeah, they do that, don't they? Even though they're at this point in the manga, there have been like hundred, there have been like dozens of people sent to the Shadow Realm, and they did they did pretty good. Yeah, but Yugi's just a tiny babby boy. <laughs> so were prac- so were most of the of the manga. Uh, like the the most of the villains in the early manga were just students, were just classmates of Yugi's, the same yes. age as him. The same age, yes, but the same constitution, I think not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't make sense. I'm saying that's Yugi the show's is the fault. weakest boy alive. It's the show's fault, not yours. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so they have this thing called the Mind Shuffle, and Pegasus is all like, well, okay, I'm gonna send you to hell so that you can stop cheating. And, then, and Yugi's all like, no, you're the one cheating. And he's like, I invented cheating, therefore I'm allowed. Yeah, you'd <laughs> be like that. <laughs> it do be like that, and even more cheating because not a whole thing is Toon World, not a card that's currently in circulation. Uh, in the four kids dub, which I'm gonna, I'm going to accept this into canon. Pegasus flat out says that Mimic Illusionist or whatever the fuck it's called, he made that card specifically for his duel with Yugi. Huh. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna head canon that the entire archetype of. Cyclops Hell Clowns is is just Yugi specific. Yeah. Like the like probably. this like these three cards didn't exist until Pegasus decided, decided I'm gonna duel Triangle Boy. Mm. Anyway, so now they're in hell. Yes. And uh, his friends are just experimenting with the hell bubble. Yeah. Uh, also, I just remembered why it was that, that Yugi was like having such a hard time in the Shadow game. It's not just because he's in the Shadow Realm, it's because he's trying to... When they're in the Shadow game, 
they it's like their life force is maintaining the the monsters so oh right yeah sure yeah. It's, uh, it's like the holograms are switched off and now they are making holograms out of their souls oh right yeah it's still stupid oh yeah it, it's still stupid but at least yeah. there's some explanation yeah anyways friends are experimenting with the hell bubble yeah they're trying to like just, break into it and they just, just walk find straight this through. fascinating Taya uh walks op walks backwards through it. Tristan walks completely through it. Like out uh, like out, in one end out the other. Uh yeah. Joey and, we never see what happens when Joey goes through it. I want to know what happens when Joey goes through the hell bubble. Uh, I like to imagine that if Joey walks through, he comes out the other side Liam, inside out. What do you think happens when Joey goes through the hell bubble? Yes. Correct! Hooray! Hooray! Anyway, so... Uh, anyway, yeah, so... Uh, there's a bunch Pe more... Pegasus summons battle. a hungry boy that eats Dark Magician. Yes. Indeed, he does. And then Yugi uh, summons hairballs. Yes. Uh, and then eventually, Yugi gets the idea to... I just uh, find it hysterical how... Okay, so at this point, at that point in the duel, Joey Yugi's friendship is protecting his mind. Yes. Ancient Egyptian mind reading eyeballs can't penetrate the power of friendship. I yes. guess. Indeed. But only concentrated friendship, because at this point they're all like really concentrating on friendship. It's like Otherwise, condensed crystallized friendship. Yep, yep. So, Yugi summons the hairballs, and I just love how surprised and shocked Pegasus sounds the way he says, Oh, Karibo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Karibo. This is great. I love how Yugi keeps doing this shit, too. It's like yeah. every time he's in a bind, just make a billion Karibos. And fucking, <laughs> just fucking yeah, swarm just... them like bees. <laughs> yeah, yep, Karibo. Fucking suffocate. If multiply actually worked this way in real life, it would be so. It'd be the most broken card. <laughs> it only summons four other duplicates of Karibo, but in hmm. in 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 anime in Yu-Gi-Oh manga anime land, it summons infinity Karibo, <laughs> and they ex ex explode. So, yes. I don't even know if they've released a Karibo card that actually works the way Karibo does in the anime. I wish they had, because it'd be really good. Mm. Uh, and it, it blows up. Wait, oh crap, we're all out of order. Uh, Yugi makes it, Black it, Magician it, of Chaos. Pe Pegasus, pe at some point, Pegasus merges his, uh, his hungry, his hungry boy with a potato. And Hungry Boy becomes that Potato Boy. Yes, Thousand Eyes Potato. I fuse. I fuse. Relinquished with Thousand Eyes Potato. Now he becomes this thing. He's real gross. Yeah. Um, and then Yugi's Karibos blow up his eyes. And then his magician of evilness 
attacks. And Magician we... of Black Chaos. And uh, yes. Yugi, the way you, I don't, I guess this is just how it, chaos is pronounced, but in Japan, it sounds like he's saying cows. Oh yeah, cows. So, so uh, this is the, this is, at this point, the ultimate evolution of Dark Magician. And cows. he just refers to it as Black Cows. Yep. <laughs> His yeah, favorite the, the, card, the, Black Cows. The, the way you write chaos in Japanese is, is Kaosu. So, yeah. Yep. So, uh, at, at this point, Pegasus realizes, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have made my ace card during this duel have zero attack points. That's... That's real Not bad for me. Yeah. Uh, Yugi, Yugi just has to neutralize its effect and attack with literally any card, and he wins. Yep. Let alone the second strongest card in his deck. Well, that's what he did. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, the Pegasus has a very, very short bit of catatonic shock. Uh, the shortest in the series, actually. Uh, normally when pe- normally when people lose everything they've ever worked for in this show, they go through like a whole episode of, of existential despair, or even like a whole arc. Pegasus, he, he, like, like, they look away from him for like a second and he's gone. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay, because by the time they catch up with him again, he's been paralyzed by something. Yeah. Oh, in the manga he died. Oh. No, that can't be right because he does. Spoilers: He does come back in GX. Yep. But in the manga? No, in the manga he's dead. So what replaces him in the GX arc then? Uh, the GX arcs are filler. What? Oh, did did GX not have Any, a manga? Anything that in anything in the GX anime that includes Pegasus is filler. Created just for the anime. What the fuck? Hmm. That is quite a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, like that's uh, a Miho level change. Uh, I would say I would say this is about uh, this is about the level of Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> hmm. uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has accidentally fucked itself so early in development that it. Like, I meant it when I said, this is the point when Star Wars is broken and nothing can ever fix it. <laughs> I-, I do know that one of the movies we'll be watching later actually adheres way closer to the manga version of canon, so that's probably uh, going to yeah. be really confusing when we get to it. Dimension, Dimension, d- dark, dis- dark Side of Dimension, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Kazuki Takahashi was directly involved with it when previously he hadn't been involved with any of the anime at all. So he ba- he based his continuity off of the manga, like directly. Right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we even see characters that are exclusively in the manga in the movie for the first time in animation. Well, and uh, like characters' motivations more align with their m- manga. And uh, oh, and Pegasus is dead. It's very important that Pegasus be dead. Hmm. Uh, okay. Just like. Yeah, so, uh, Pegasus, uh, releases the souls of the people he kidnapped, and then Bakura shows up, gouges his eye out! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because, hey, your eye is shiny, can I have it? No! 
Too bad! I have... I, 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 my, my soul is literally bonded with a thing covered in knives, so fuck it. Yep. Gonna gouge out your eye and then lick it. Too bad yeah, he fucking licks initiative. it. I hope he cleaned it before that, beforehand. Nah, he's, he's licking it clean. That's what he's doing. He's licking <laughs> Pegasus's blood off of it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then, sh- like, Shoddy shows up. Oh yeah, hi Shadi. You haven't and been in this anime yet. They just complete so because four kids just skipped over the early manga that season zero covered, and this was a very important event that happened. They just do this entire thing over again. the The episode of season zero with Shadi in it. Yeah, that was a manga that- chapter that happened really early on. I think See- wh- I think way before the card games, but it needed to be in this again. Yeah. I guess. Uh, see, it's it's different because this time Shadi can straight up teleport. Yep. Oh, and the uh, uh, it's it's also different because uh, Yamiyugi has really chilled the fuck out, so it really doesn't fit his character at this point. That oh yeah, Shadi, you can go ahead and kill yourself. I'll 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 allow you to walk around my fucking trap infested brain hole. Yeah, well, okay, so at, at this point, I feel like Yami is just kind of, like, suppressing his bloodlust a little bit. He's not totally over it. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. why, then, inside the brain hole, uh, normal Yugi is the one that saves Shadi, not Yami Yugi, this time. The dialogue in the, the dialogue in the Season Zero indicated it was probably meant to be small Yugi, but they kind of just fucked up the animation there. Oh. Whoops. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. It's all. It's all. It's my headcanon that it's always regular Yugi, even if it's not. Yeah. So. Uh, and then they expand on it by showing Egyptian card games again. Yeah. So this is where Shadi's like, "Oh, hey. So you know that whole dual monsters thing that you like so much? Yeah. It turns out it's actually based on an ancient Egyptian version of the same game, but way cooler." Yep, so it's okay, you don't have to have PTSD and stop playing Duel Monsters because the guy who invented it kidnapped your grandfather and threatened to kill all of you and your friends because he didn't really invent the card game, the Egyptians did. Yeah. And their crimes against humanity are way worse. And then Black Magician attacks them. (laughs) Yep, Black Magician attacks them because he's the guardian of brains. Yeah, but but it's okay because Yugi paps it on the nose and says no, shush, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, Shadi tries to summon the blue eyes white dragon because I guess in Yami's mind that card is still in his deck. Uh. Like uh, this this hallway is a representation of of Yugi's deck, I guess. And technically, the blue eyes was supposed to be part of that deck before Kai came along and was all like rippy rippy. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess that also means Time Wizard should be in here somewhere. Probably. Do they have Time Wizard in ancient Egypt? It would be really weird if they had Time Wizard, considering he's like a robot. But also... There's a lot of robot cards. There's a lot of robot cards, yeah. They had had straight-up slot machines in ancient Egypt. There's an acorn that's a USB stick. What? (laughs) Do they have that in ancient Egypt? (laughs) I don't remember this. 
Yeah, it was posted in the chat the other day. Put it on screen. It poops the USB out of its typey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where did you put this? Porn. <laughs> I, I'm going to grab it for you and post it in the chat. Uh, um, you keep talking about the show. I, okay, because I could come up with an explanation for you, but it, 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 it okay, so, um, it's, okay, so, it's, okay, okay yes, I think I'm I gotta calm, calm myself, okay, so, there it is. uh, it's sort of like, like a self-fulfilling, the you the world the world of dual monsters is sort of like a self fulfilling magical butthole of nonsense. Do you see the data corn? Da- data corn. That's that's a straight up USB, huh? Yep. <laughs> right and in its butthole. It's, and I see it's the, <laughs> see it's one of those new monster card types. Um. So. Okay, good. So, uh, so explanation one is that the ancient Egyptians uh, created the the ancient seeming cards, and the new the newish seeming monsters were created in modern times and became part of the dual monsters' subconscious reality because uh, spoilers for upcoming seasons. There is a dual monsters dimension. Okay. Where all the monsters exist and are real, I guess. I I guess, and I guess the trading cards contain the monsters. It's like a weeping a- weeping angels. That's what I should have said. I should have said weeping angels because I thought about this speech. I th- I I knew this was going to come up. I knew I was going to have to tell talk about this, so I rehearsed <laughs> it, and then I forgot all of it. Okay, Data so basically wiped your memory. If you have, if you have a, a sufficient, if you have a good enough drawing of a weeping angel, that image is a weeping angel. If you have an image of a weeping angel, it is a weeping angel. That's so basically in in like their second episode of Doctor Who. If you look at a weeping angel, the imprint of an angel on your eye becomes an angel, and it erupts out of your eyeball. I guess. Oh, I I don't know how that works. And also, the weeping angels on, on the TV screen, they can shut down the lights. Because they're real. Huh. How about but, that? Yeah, so uh, the representations of the dual monsters on the train cars are just as, just as infused with power and energy as the ancient Egyptian tablets. And hmm. uh, making a dual monsters card... Making a bringing is basically you're bringing a new a new life form into existence by drawing some shit on some cardboard. Yeah, actually, you know what? That probably does make sense because I, I I've seen a little bit of like season two, uh, and I I know that yep. Pegasus is the one who paints the cards. So, yep. and he yep. has a Millennium item, so it could just be that that's like letting him summon the souls of these monsters into the cards. Oh no no um, no. I mean, he was probably the one who flipped the switch. Like, maybe you make... Like, anybody anybody and their grandmother can just create a, a dual monsters card out of the... Uni- out of th- they can just bring the life of dual monster from thin air as long as they have the legal authority of the card game. Oh, okay. 
Like, uh, the, the main character from the next series, uh, won a contest and got to create some duel monsters. And now they're real in, in the canon of duel monsters, not just the Yu-Gi-Oh show, but like in ancient Egyptian magic land. Oh, okay. It's, this show sounds like it gets pretty whack. It gets pretty whack. And, uh, data core in here. It's uh it's a cybers monster. That card type did not exist until recently. Oh, okay. Which means this card is from the future. This monster exists as part of a continuity invented in the future de- centuries after ancient Egypt. This definitely did not exist in ancient Egypt. Okay. Anybody in there anybody can just make shit. Anyway, uh, back to you, the show uh, then. You, hey, hey, hey! There's a make. There's a kid. He has to make a wish to take him to Konami to be a tri- to become a trading card. So that so what Konami did was they melted his organs down into a trading card. And ah, brilliant. And they and Goku is re- Goku is a dual monsters card now because of Make a Wish. Oh. The power to create life in the hands of a child. What the fuck am I on about? Anyway, Where back to the I? show. So, uh, y- you remember... Y- you remember that USB stick is an acorn! Do you remember Grandpa's friend? Grandpa's friend had a granddaughter, and now the granddaughter is here because she wants Grandpa's card. Yep, and they duel... Ba- and they duel backwards in time. So they duel sort over of. the cards, but... Okay, so the chronology here is strange. Okay, so I, I get that they're Re- all trying. So okay, even this though they do Rebecca, literally, right. even okay, one so at this a time, duel- please. One at a time. Yes. Uh, okay, so, so you a go. Twelve-year-old who looks like an eight-year-old, but also is the same height as Yugi. So I guess she, even though she has a teddy bear, she definitely doesn't look too young. She's apparently the best one in America. She says Ben Keith told her that Grandpa stole the blue eyes. So she's like, "Hey, the least the the least trustworthy person in the world told me that you stole my blue eyes. So I'm gonna fly to another country and harass an old man that just got out of the hospital." Yes, this is per- perfectly reasonable. This is logical. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I I get that. So so they have a duel over who gets to have the card. Uh yeah. I I guess I get that she isn't listening to what anybody says, but yep. like at no point do they just straight up tell her, "Look, the card is ripped in half. It's not a thing anymore." Yeah, Kaiba Kaiba broke into my store and he stole it and he ripped it in half for some reason. Yes. Although I I pick <laughs> Yugi technically owns dual monsters now. You'd think he'd be all he like, does, hey, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, hey, if you want a blue eyes, I can get you a new blue eyes. I technically own dual monsters now. That is something they just gloss over. Yugi does own majority shares in dual mo- in he the ver- illusions now. He is very humble and doesn't make a big deal out of it. Like, technically, Kaiba makes a bigger deal out of it. And, and Kaiba kind of hates him. Yeah. 
Like, you think Yugi would be creating cards left and right? It's like, I always wanted a card that does this! I always wanted a card to do this! No. I wonder what he does with, with those majority shares. Like, does he just sell them, or or what? Uh, he just kind of hangs out. Does he just make bank off of them? Yeah, when, uh, when Solomon thinks that he's going to go out of business... He's just kind of annoyed about it. He's not mortified. Hmm. Because his grandson is rich. I guess so. Maybe that's anyway, how he can afford a new a new costume in, in the latter half of this season. Yeah. That they, all, they, they already, ha- they already would have had to be rich to afford I all was that playing, hair gel. Um Duel Links the other day. Apparently at some point Mokuba gets a fucking makeover. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure <laughs> it's act- filler, though. He just looks like a tinier Seto. <laughs> yep, pretty sure it's filler, though. I mean, mm. he get he gets a makeover later in this season. Did, were you not paying attention to the Jewel Monsters quest arc? Wow, funny. <laughs> Which is also yeah. filler. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this show. If there is an episode that includes... If there is an episode where Tristan... Or if there's an if there's an episode where Tristan, Joey's sister, or Mokuba do anything of consequence, it's filler. It's not real. It wasn't in the manga. If there's oh. if there's anything involving Pegasus, it's definitely not real. And if there and it, especially if Bakura isn't involved. Anyway, because uh, as, as much as much as Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge makes fun of him, Bakura is apparently super important. Gotta hmm. ha- gotta keep him in the loop. So anyway, yeah. Uh, qu- quickly before we get onto Duel Monsters Quest, then we got the end yeah. of the the little girl battle. Uh, yeah, the grandpa yeah, comes the apparent, along and says, apparently, uh, apparently this duel is identical to one that happened in a ca- after a ancient Egyptian cave-in because. Yugi's grandpa is an archaeologist, and he had a friend from America, and they were researching card games, I guess. Yes. They were researching ancient Egyptian card games. uh, Arthur Hopkins, also known as Arthur Hawkins in America, because they had to change it, even though it was already in fucking English! Why change Hopkins? That's a perfectly normal name. I don't know, but yeah, so uh, Arthur has this theory that Duel Monsters is based on ancient Egyptian mythology, which is 100% accurate. You'd think at some point he could present his findings to Pegasus, and Pegasus would be all like, Oh shit, I forgot to tell people about that, didn't I? Yeah. It turns uh, out no, you instead, caught me. All the other archaeologists you just caught me with my pants down. I'm not really embarrassed. People do this all the time. Desude. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah, so no one believes no one believes Arthur about this thing that's actually a thing, and yeah. he he's ridiculed out of the out of the field of archaeology for having weird ideas which you can tell you can really tell Yu-Gi-Oh is from the early 2000s late 90s because nowadays they're just letting any dumbass be an archaeologist or pretend to be on t- an archaeologist on TV hmm. I was on um, about the Quint- I was on about Quentin Reviews' recent videos on uh, 
archaeology a couple weeks ago. Whenever the fuck our last recording was. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But yeah, so like. uh, Mm. Ancient aliens, it's bullshit. Yeah. You think. (laughs) If Yu Gi Oh! If if this was happening today, Arthur Hopkins would be like. Would be like, have a show on History Channel right this second. It's like, well, did you know I that this... we know what the thumbnail has to be now? Did you <laughs> yeah, know aliens. this? Did you know this one ancient? Did you know this one card game that hasn't taken over the world yet? It's it's Egypt. Yep. Anyway, uh, there's uh, also a running gag on Linkara's show where he declares that ancient Egypt is the evil of all the universe. Well, I mean, if 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 these spirits in the Millennium items are anything to go by, yeah, sure. Anyway, so there's a cave-in, and Arthur and Solomon are about to die, and they're like, hey, what if we play a card game to decide who gets to drink a glass of our water? And Arthur's all like, sure, that sounds delightfully macabre, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the darkest shit I've ever heard. Play a children's card game to decide who lives and dies. Wait, they are whole, both totally chill about it. That's like, the plot of the whole goddamn show, I just realized. Yes. <laughs> this is basically a shadow game. More or less. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in the end, Sugoroku just says, eh, you know what, I'm about to win, but I'm your friend yeah. and you're way weaker than I am. Have the because, water. Earlier, <laughs> because earlier in the episode, Solomon ran out of water and Arthur get, let him have some water of his Whoa, water. Oh, it's like symbolism. It's it like rhymes. A, it's, or a callback. It's a circle. Or, or Chekhov's canteen or something. George Lucas. George Lucas. James Cameron. Yay. It's like all of Yu-Gi-Oh! was just a prequel to James Cameron's Avatar. And also Sword Art Online. Anyway, card games. So, uh... Yeah, Solomon gives all of his water to Arthur, and then, oh, they're found! They're rescued! They're saved! The moral, yeah. of, the st- the moral of the story is, don't, ki- don't, kill, don't kill your friends. Yes, and then Yuki does but exactly Rebecca the same thing in real life. Rebecca just got done killing all of her friends to power up one big friend! Oh, yeah, to punch yeah, Yugi real good! Yeah, Yugi has a big spiel about how you shouldn't sacrifice your monsters. But this duel is going... is apparently so identical to the duel from back then that Solomon's all like, Yugi, you know what to do. And Yugi sees it, he draws his last card, and he's like, I surrender, because he doesn't want to play the card that will make a 12-year-old cry. Yes. And and then the 12-year-old's grandfather comes out from behind the corner like, surprise, I was here the whole time. <laughs> surprise, I was here the whole time. Who do you think paid for my daughter's airplane ticket? Yeah. For some reason, she thought that a 12-year-old could go to an airport and fly to Japan. Yeah, she she totally believed that she got here, like, on her own. <laughs> this is like... This guy is either the best or worst parent, grandparent, whatever the fuck. Because, goddammit, he lets her think that she did this all on her own. Oh... <laughs> And the weird part is that even though this duel went exactly the same, like, they literally played Mm. card for card exactly the same card somehow, because of destiny and shit, apparently, uh, they had different morals going on somehow. It's like, Rebecca, 
You have to respect your monsters. I did exactly the same thing, but also I did respect my monsters, and that's why it went okay for me, actually. I yeah. respected you, my monsters because I said that I respected my monsters, not you, because exactly. I actually respected you my monsters. You do li- like, and the weirdest part is that is that Yugi literally plays Catapult Turtle in this duel. <laughs> it's like holy shit! Like I get I the Catapult Catapult Turtle. Catapult Turtle is kind of a better use of sacrificing a monster than Cannon Soldier or yeah, so, Shadow see, Roll, but like holy shit! See, every time Yugi sacrifices a monster, he kisses the card first and says, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay," <laughs> and then destroys it. <laughs> See, the thing uh. is, though, that sacrificing a monster card d- doesn't doesn't accomplish anything. Like, I guess the monsters get hurted, but they don't. Like, the card graveyard is just is just decorative. It's just there. Like, the reason that Bakura didn't actually die is because you don't die there. You just hang out, and then the next time your owner wants to play a card game, then you're right back up on the duel arena. What if it's, so like, like, a different instance of the monster every time? So, like, this moral is stupid. Hmm. I get... Like, if they wanted to play the morals, like, Rebecca, when you sacrificed your monsters, you just kind of dr- th- just drop them on the t- on the table. But when I sacrificed my monsters, I laid them down neatly, and I made sure they weren't all gross, so that when my desiccated corpse was found, they would be in a neat little deck. Hmm. I guess. I just, this, is stu- this is so stupid! <laughs> I love it, though. I love how stupid it is. Yeah. And yeah. Wait. On to Duel Monsters Quest. On to fucking... Fucking... Just just straight fucking. Yeah, so the big five are like, well, our last plan to take over Kyber Corporation failed. Let's just kidnap him in virtual reality this time. Yep. And so, so the. Uh, four Kyber kids goes really to... fucked up here, because yeah. according to four, four kids decided that Kaiba made this entire game himself while he was on the run from the cops, or whatever, on his <laughs> island adventure. Oh, uh, and somehow made the and somehow the big five thought trapping him in a game of his own design was somehow going to lead to them winning. Four yeah. kids, god damn it, four kids! But in Japan, you're just like, hey, we made this game. Look at us, we're real good. Yeah, and so- and Kaiba's all like, okay, fine, I'm gonna. I'm gonna te- I'm gonna play test this shit for you, and yeah. uh, Kaiba not not you know uh, suspicious at all. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. No, he's probably suspicious, but he he is so confident that whatever trap there that he can thwart whatever trap they're laying, mm. that even if he springs it on purpose. It's going to be fine because I they're mean, idiots, and he's okay, so much he, better than they are. Here's the thing, though: <laughs> the biggest idiot in this show, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Here's the thing: the Big Five could have just made a game that has no win state. They could have just yeah. made a game where you literally cannot win, no matter how hard you try, and then Kaiba would be trapped there forever. Yeah, they made this entire game. It's like super winnable. Yeah. 
Because apparently they were go because apparently this game was going to be part of Kaiba Land. It was going to be an attraction at their amusement park, and there are laws you have to follow when you make amusement park rides. Such as so, don't trap people's souls in an unwinnable game. That's a pretty good rule to have. But yeah, they they couldn't even be bothered to write a specific scenario. There couldn't be one for Kaiba. They were just well, like, yeah, we're gonna lay the absolute weakest ass trap ever. And Kaiba's all like, I am so confident that you're idiots that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pretend to fall for it and just wait for Mokuba to fix it, and then yeah. I'm gonna kick your asses. And he doesn't uh, even do that. I'm so confident I'm going to win that I'm going that even a child could beat you. Uh, and then so Mokuba, anyway, and Mokuba, then Mokuba does decide to do something. And then Mokuba gets rained on and is all like, Yugi, you're the only other person I know. Help, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. Yeah, so they go to Kaiba Land because, again, this super secret project that when the Big Five told Kaiba about these about this video game, they were all like, yeah, it's a, it's a new thing. It's, it's, it, it's not done being tested yet, but they already have it built in their amusement park. Okay, Great. so... What I assumed was going on there is that they just had these virtual reality pods already set up for, like, different games, and uh, Mokuba, like, hacked into it and connected it up to the, the main KyberCorp servers. Yeah, That's what I figured was going on. God, it's confusing. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, the, the point is, they get in the game. Uh, so... Except not Tristan and Taya. They have to stay outside. Yep. When when Kaiba goes into it, like in just a few seconds, they go they rip off the Matrix, two thousand one Space Odyssey, Avatar, which didn't even exist for twenty years, like yes. Terminator. Just like they rip off all the movies, all the movies, and it's great, it's glorious. Mm -hmm. Why did they even bother making any making things after Yu Gi Oh? This this should just be the only show. Yeah. This should just uh, be the only show, because this is all the shows right now. So, anyway. But anyway, so... Uh, they go into the game. And, and Tristan uh, oh, and Tristan and Taya point. make a barricade. Yeah. And uh, tell each other life out, stories. Yeah, it turns out this is an RPG game, uh, where you use your real-life Duel Monsters cards, but you don't use them like Duel Monsters cards. Yeah, you can just, apparently, you can just take whatever cards you want and just yeah, summon you can just it. play them whenever. Yeah, I noticed that. There's, for a game that has, like, you, you know, they're supposed to be able to just capture souls. You can pretty well just do anything you want. Pretty yeah, there much. are even there. See, this game is supposed to be like a like an open world sandbox type deal. Um, but it just comes across visually as just a best hits collection of the previous season of the show because yes. everything that happens in this everything that happens at this point is just something that's either happened already or the is taken from somewhere thing else to happen when they went into the game was a fucking repeat of the graveyard duel yeah yep. <laughs> it, it, even the literally the same monsters because apparently the creators think those are the only zombie monsters that exist yeah um like the most interesting of these greatest hits collection scenes that w there was was the, the the great moth sequence because that was at least different. There's more than one moth. K Yugi uses catapult turtle and Karibo. He hasn't done that before. 
You know what? Yeah. I literally forgot that sequence happened. Yeah. Again, that was like the only interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I should Craig, clarify. I, I said this in chat earlier. I hate best hits collections. If I want to listen to the, if I want to listen to my favorite out- tracks, I can just listen to my favorite tracks. I don't need Metallica's number twenty best hits of the eighties. Yeah, uh, I, I should clarify. I said, I said this in the chat earlier, but I think I literally fell asleep while watching this arc, so I I may be what? a little bit fuzzy on the details. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Chip was falling asleep because apparently he's, he's a little baby, and card games aren't interesting enough to keep his, his little baby minds. Well, card games are fine, but this isn't a card game, it's an RPG, and RPGs Chip, are Chip, bad. Chip, edit this, edit, this, <laughs> edit this part out, I forgot about the pronouns, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, uh, it's very hot in here. Yeah, no, no, it, uh, literally, Anyway, like, card it, games! <laughs> yeah. And then Journey to the West happens, I assume? Because I don't know where the fuck this would have come from. Otherwise. Yeah. Uh, there's, so, a bar- there's a butterfly girl and a pig man and a guy who says know. gecko a lot. Yeah, and they're trying to cross the desert, but they need chocobos to do it. And the only way you can get chocobos is to beat the butterfly lady, who happens to be my, as it turns out. It is so weird how... How many cards from the McDonald's packs are are central cards in this in this sequence? Yeah, like in this set of episodes, like like Millennium Shield, Niwatori, or whatever it's called, Niwatori oh. Chicken. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, like there's a it's going to be a card called Garonzo later on. Hmm. There's your mom. Liam's mom is a trading card from McDonald's. You can, well, you, can, you could go to McDonald's in the early 2000s and buy Liam's mom. Incredible. Yep. Anyway, so the only way across the desert is chickens, so they gotta fight a butterfly lady with the titties, and they do it. Yeah. Oh, but it turns um, out it's, it turns out it's my. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, the, the, the moment... Uh, like, okay, so first of all, Joey, like, he, he's the one who goes into this challenge, and he's got to wear, like, a pig head mask or whatever. Uh, should have been a dog! He, yeah, should have been a dog, but anyway. He sees Mai and is instantly like, oh, that disguise is terrible, I can tell by the boobies it's Mai. Yep, oh, she's the don't only- don't worry, because the, if there was any ambiguity about it actually being Mai, the next episode preview will outright tell you it was Mai! Yes. Yeah, those, and yeah, that's those why I always terrible. skip the episode previews. <laughs> those things are terrible. I don't bother. I don't bother skipping them all the time because sometimes I just want to see what they spoil. I've seen these so many times that I I can recite what everything that happens off the top of my head. I probably can just go into a recording without having watched the episodes, and you might not even notice. I you know at this point in the show you could really chop off like a good 5 minutes of every episode just by cutting out the episode previews the episode recaps the intros and outros like and I every mentioned t- that last time and and in later seasons whenever they explain what a card does that they've already played a billion times what does pot of greed do oh monster born what does that card do i ain't even seen a pot of greed yet that it, it doesn't even exist yeah, what is that? What does that card do? I guess we'll find out, but not yet. And e- every time, time 
Every time Yugi, every time Yugi plays Spell Shattering Arrow, because his explanation of what the card does is different every time. So who the <laughs> fuck cares? Like, oh fuck, Yugi played the plot convenience arrow. It's just it just the, does the whatever from... he feels like. That it just does whatever he feels like it does. So like the arrow from JoJo. Yeah. Oh shit! Wow. Oh shit! Oh, it does whatever you want it to do. It just does whatever you want. It just does. It just does whatever. <laughs> How does King Crimson work? Yes. It just do. <laughs> anyway, we don't so... call him King Crimson right now, Liam. We're calling him Time Wizard. <laughs> He's called nah. in this house. We call him Time Wizard. So anyway, Mai's all like, I don't mind stealing from these NPCs, so I'm gonna just rose whip the chicken card. I love, too, how it's just barely, like, fucking explained, if at all, why she's even there. And you have to imagine, like, if Yugi and company hadn't come into the game, she'd have just, like, she just walked into this village, and she's just like, you know what? Yeah, I live here now. Uh, yeah. She is here because this is a filler arc, and they can have whatever characters they feel like. I should. When I was listening off characters that are only that or only ever involved in filler that's from this point onward, should have included Mai because outside of that, ba- I don't even know if she's in Battle City. I just remembered uh, she is in she Battle is. City. She is definitely in Battle City in the manga. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is in the anime, but as well. she's in a lot more in the anime, and frankly. She is she is a cool character, I guess. But uh yeah, no, this whole sequence is just like, hey, what if we did everything we already the the manga's not coming out fast enough. So filler. What if virtual world again? Mm. So, uh Oh, yeah. another another it's like another thing is that they they really wanted to do Monster World, I guess. And weren't satisfied with that one episode where with the duels spirits, so mm. they took advantage of having a filler arc where the that was that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, so they, they get the chickens and they cross the desert and they come to so a apparently castle. Mai has the chicken card and can and mm-hmm. can use the one chicken card to summon four chickens. It it just summons as many chickens as you need. Simple as that. Summon as many chickens as you need. That's uh-huh. that's the effect of Niwatori chicken card. Yes. Oops. Oh my goodness. Oh God, I'm dying. Okay. What anyway. was that? Uh, that dying, was my water bottle. Liam, it's, that's the sound of dying. <laughs> yes. You, uh, Liam, how long is this? How long has the apocalypse been? That you don't. You, you and yet you don't know what what dying sounds like yet. You haven't heard it a million times yet. All my friends are dead, Liam. Can confirm. Anyway, I guess that's why Levi's so it turn- not here. So it turns out the so it turns out the sandstorm. I forgot to I forgot to I forgot to name one of my painted volleyballs Levi. Oh, oh. So anyway, uh, yeah. so it turns out there's a big old dragon named after a Minecraft block, and it's what's creating this storm. Oh god, there was a dragon so creating the sandstorm, wasn't there? And Turns out they didn't really need the chickens. Huh. They just needed to. They just needed to smash a to smash a thing. 
Anyway, so they get to the castle on the other side, and there's a princess that looks like Mokba. Yep. Four kids really fucked themselves, uh, deciding Kaiba made this game. It's like they- it's like they started- it's like they started dubbing before they actually watched the next episode. Because oh God, why, can would, you imagine why would Kaiba make game? a game? Why would Kaiba make an entire game to put in his amusement park that to make yes, just to I make like fun to of his brother? My little brother is a tiny princess. <laughs> like Mokuba is literally the only thing in the world that Kaiba gives a shit about that isn't shaped like a dragon, and that's so. only because Kaiba doesn't know how to turn people into dragons yet. Kaiba has some weird uh. fantasies going on in the background. Oh. In for in America, only in America does he have weird fantasies. <laughs> four kids, you del- you you actively made things worse. Good job. But here, it it's the the big five was like we were that fucking bitch Mokuba. He sure does look like a like a sexy little girl. <laughs> we're really gross. We're really gross, so we're going to put him in a dress. All five of us collectively sound like Richard Nixon. Oh, dear. (laughs) The worst part is, I could totally believe that they're the kind of people who would do that. Yep. Yeah, again, they're the Illuminati, so... Yep. I listened to a podcast about the actual Freemasons, and thank God they sucked. Oh. Anyway. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, they they decide to go to the big old castle in the sky that has the bad guys in it. Because that's how go you through, win the game. They gotta go through a... Labyrinth. Oh yeah, yeah, so they go through a labyrinth. Where's the Bowie? Labyrinth tank happens. Where's the David Bowie? Uh, yeah. Not that kind yeah. of labyrinth. <laughs> and then Gate Guardian shows up, but he has the a- he has the actual attack points of Gate Guardian this time, for yeah. some reason. So this time they don't have to have a big old complicated plot to defeat the, the, it. They yeah, just this make was a strong the point monster. Where I realized that yeah, they can basically do whatever the fuck they want because they literally summon Demon Dragon in one goddamn fell swoop. And well, uh, yeah, they can do whatever they cause. want. Just like yeah, you can play. As, there are no turns. Yeah, you can. There are no turns. You can just play all the cards at once. Also, this is the only time in the entire show, the entire show that Joey ever plays Dragon Nails on anything other than Red Ice Black Dragon. Hmm. Uh, that card has not been made in has not been made yet, and probably never will because they re- literally released. A card that's it's a red it's a it's a it's a cheap red ice monster. You just summon it, and then you can turn it into an equip card for any other red ice monster. Huh. And it gives it six hundred points, and it's just it's the same. It's the Lord. same. Uh, Only goes so, on red eyes. Yeah. Uh, of so, which this is one of them. Anyway, so it takes it takes the dragon, and you put the nails on it, and then it has fifty more attack points than Gate Guardian because mm-hmm. Gate Guardian has a very odd Gate Guardian has some of the most oddly specific po- stats in the game. Uh, for years and years and years, Gate Guardian was the only level 11 monster. Huh. It, it's, it's a weird he's a weird boy. And also he looks weird. Yes. Yes it does. 
I really like Gate Guardian. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorites. Hmm. Utterly anyway, useless. Utterly so, yeah, useless. They, they, they escape the labyrinth. They beat the Gate Guardian. They take Princess Mokuba. Uh, and, then uh, more, and then more bullshit happens. Yes. And then they think, oh, if we're going to get to the castle in the sky, we need a spaceship. Where are we going to get then, one of those? And then the video game, the literal video game NPCs are all like, and also there's a spaceship. Yes. Oh, but it. Oh, but it was. It's all broken. If only we had a time wizard. Hmm. If only. And so they. They. You know, it's a good job that they brought time wizard with them. Yeah. If if, if none of them had time wizard, they would have been pretty stumped right now. You know what? <laughs> I kind of think the Big Five did make this game deliberately unwinnable and just hadn't accounted for how broken their cards there are in this game. Okay, so so so, so what you're telling me is they programmed in the functionality for Time Wizards to make them win, but didn't think, hmm, what if they have Time Wizard? Okay, so here's the way that Kaiba's living holograms, whatever the fuck they're called, work, of which this is based on. Um, the cards do whatever your interpretation of what their card effect is, do. Oh, okay. So, basically, they don't have to program in Time Wizard, because if the card exists, and your brain can read, and you can read it, and then the machines can read your brain, and do what your brain thinks it should do. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how it really, how it accounts for, uh... In later seasons, when Joey doesn't know what his cards can do, but they do it anyway, or miss, or people who misinterpret what their cards do, which is also a thing Joey does. <laughs> like, uh, uh, for instance, what if you play a card you're not allowed to play, hmm. but you think you're allowed to play it? For some reason, the, get, the machines will know you're not allowed to play it. The point is, the point is, what I'm saying is, they, they made their game deliberately unwinnable, Unless you had a time-traveling robot and a bunch of other bullshit that they didn't think about. Hmm, I guess. So, yeah, they use the Time Wizard to turn back time, which is not something it's previous, previously been shown to do. Like, normally it just fast-forward time. But, no, this time it can turn it back, uh, and... Because there, there, no, there are no rules in this, in this... Where we're going, we don't need no rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they bring back the ancient spaceship bird thing. It's the magnificent sandbird! Yeah, from Mario Sunshine. Which may or may not be getting a remake! Ooh, I'm so excited. Watch, uh, watch, watch, watch the, that rumor either get confirmed or unconfirmed immediately before this episode releases. Watch. Yes. <laughs> Just, Chip, put it on the clock. The uh, moment oh, yeah. you're ready to upload this episode, that rumor is going to be confirmed or deconfirmed immediately. I'm going to put that on screen <laughs> if it's been confirmed. Uh, okay. So, yeah, they, they go to the so Castle in the Sky, they beat off a oh, bunch of Oh, and they need, the reason things. that they need to do this spaceship, even though they have a bunch of monster cards that can fly, uh, is because apparently there's a barrier that prevents monsters Oh, right, yes. But not spaceships. Um, and I think the writers forgot why they wrote that about halfway through, because they obviously wrote that in to reference 
the yellow luster shield, chaos shield, whatever the fuck. Because the castle they're flying into is the dark castle of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, it's it's the panic, it's the panic plot, the panic thing. But panic didn't have any flying monsters, so they don't have any use for their uh, cut and k- copy-paste uh, flying monster army. Hmm. This part is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a bunch of enemy monsters, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the guys just beat them all. Yeah, they just beat them all because uh, Yugi remem- Yugi apparently has had black hole in his deck this entire time and just hasn't used it. Well, maybe you're saving it for a really important moment in the entire season. Yes, a card that can destroy every card on the field. With no yes. cost, it's probably it's and the probably one, time one of the he most. Uses com- it, it gets fucked. Yep, it's probably one of the only competitively viable cards he has ever played. Huh? <laughs> he is, and he only uses it in a filler arc, which means so. technically he canonically does not actually have the good card. Hmm. Anyway, um. So yeah, they, they do get into the castle, and then yeah, uh, uh, the mach- the machine breaks, uh, like the wings catch on fire. But don't worry, they're already through the barrier by that point. And then yeah. they get into the castle, and then the big five are all like, "Okay, we'll, we'll give up." Yeah, we'll we, give up. we give up on holograms. We're just going to show you circuit boards now. We're going to show you solid circuit boards, and also Kaiba's there because because they ran out of the writers ran out of ideas. Kaiba just shows up. He he killed Satan. Mokuba wore oh, yeah, a dress. Was that Satan character, wasn't yeah, there? Mo- yeah, Mokuba wore a dress. Uh, Kaiba killed Satan. Um, one of my favorite monsters makes his only d- debut in the show. Trap Mo- Tri- Master. What if? Uh, what if the Joker had a bunch of fucking jigsaw ass traps instead of uh, organs? He's real cool. Neat. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why so, that monster, I don't know why that guy was Satan. Hmm. Anyway, uh, time for the final battle. Yeah, uh, with, uh, the five god dragon. Yeah, the, yeah, the five dragon fucker. Yeah, five dragon fucker. This is, yeah. um, this card, it's so strange. That it's never utilized correctly. Um, hmm. so basically, it's a it's a fusion monster. You gotta fuse five dragons, any five dragons. It's one of the first cards. It's one of the first fusion cards with non-specific materials. You can fuse any five dragons, mm-hmm. and then it can't be destroyed by anything except the light monster. And also, mm-hmm. it's got the highest attack points in the game, uh-huh. defense points. It's a good card. Only ever used against Kaiba. Hmm. He's got all the blue eyes and the support cards and the the money. He can kick its ass real good. But only uh, if he works together with you. Only Yugi. if he works together. Yep. Yep. Oh no. Which he does. Reluctantly. Yeah. Very reluctantly. Yep. Reluctantly, after all of his friends die. Including Mokuba. Well, 
All after <laughs> all of his Moguba dies, and then Yugi's friends, and Yugi's all like, Kaiba, get summon the blue, summon the ultimate dragon. I have an idea. And then later on, after after it's worked and everything's fine, Kaiba's all like, Yugi, did you know about that thing before we did it? And Yugi's all like, No, but I believe in the heart of the cards or whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Yugi. So, uh, yeah. Kaiba just yeah, kind of so, hates Yugi now. He didn't yeah, seem to out, at the end of Battle Set, uh, I mean, uh, Duelist Kingdom. Yeah. But he does now. Turns out Yugi's strongest card and Kaiba's strongest card, they can fuse together into one big card orgy. Wow, who'd have thunk it? And, uh, they happen to have not only the same attack and fence and the right attribute to Kamikaze, the Five God Dragon, but also they have a card effect. They got 500 attack defense for every other dragon card, of which Five God Dragon is one of them. So, even if Joe, even if Yugi's friends hadn't all died and lost their dragon cards and were powering up, they would still win. Yeah. Uh... Also, also, like, the only way to get, the only way to get, uh, Dragon Master Knight on the field is to already have at least four dragon cards in the graveyard. It's a very good card. So a very good card. This is yeah. stupid. So, so they beat the big five, and I guess that just brings back all the souls of the people that just died. Uh, no. Uh, the it turns out Princess Mokubo was met, was Jesus the whole time. And oh yeah, she was holy elf. The, yeah, she can bring people back from the dead, and so even though you die, if you die in the game, you die in real life. If you win the game. All your friends get to come back. Yeah, they will get sued so hard if they release if they allow uh, amusement park attendants to to ride this ride. Oh yeah, obviously. But you know what? Maybe the laws are just different in a world with no war, and uh, Kaiba's murder theme park is just completely above board. Screw the law! I have money. Because, again, this is... Because, guys, this is the same amusement park that Death Tea was technically in. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the central tenant of the thing was murder? Yeah. That... God, this is fucking weird. Yeah, at the very least, in the manga's version of canon, Kaiba did try to murder people. Yep. Yep. Oh dear. And, uh, again, he probably murdered people to get his blue eyes. Yep. Yep. And he... But don't worry, though, because cause Yugi squished his brain real good. Oh, okay. And so now Kaiba is just kind of irritable all the time. Hmm. Anyway, that, that's a big uh, step up from Midoriya. So. I, guess, I guess Kaiba now owns a majority share of his own goddamn company. I would have assumed he had that by now. It was kind of a, it's kind of a plot point later on that he always did have a majority share, at least as far as we're concerned. But for some well, reason, that, I guess he gave more shares over to the assholes. Harder. Yeah, now he owns it harder and better and faster and stronger. Yes. And I'm going to go to the bathroom. Don't talk about Dungeon Dice Monsters until I get back. I have oh. a lot to say about this one. Okay.
this is the sound of me getting up. Dice. Yes? Right, so uh, Yugi's grandpa is irritable because a store opened up, and now he doesn't have a monopoly. <laughs> um, do we like did that? Did he think he already did? Yeah. Where, where, does, where did Kaiba get his cards before? Uh, he just stole them. This is, the the <laughs> well, internet yeah. isn't good yet. This is the early 2000s. No, I mean, Kaiba you could still like the internet. We've established that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ka- uh, oh yeah. Kaiba invented the internet so that he could buy trading cards. But you know, <laughs> he, he, even without the internet, you could like mail order stuff. So trading card games <laughs> is basically Yu-Gi-Oh! this Sears catalog. <laughs> so basically, card games is dual monsters uh, IKEA. Just the whole world. It, it this is. Like, as fucked up as as uh, the shit that happens is in this, again, kind of pretty much brought about world peace. Yeah. Instead of killing people, we just play card games at each other. But now you play card games that can kill people. Not all of them. Just most of them. Well. Uh, so... Anyway... So Yugi's grandpa is all like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sad," and Yugi's all like, "Grandpa is sad," and Taya's all like, "Grandpa is sad." He's not nearly as pervy as he usually is. Something's wrong. And, th- and then grandpa, sh- <laughs> and then grandpa's all like, "Oh, I thought you'd never ask. A new store is opened up. Don't buy anything from them." And then they immediately go to buy things from them. Yeah. Hey, Yugi, let's ditch school and buy... stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yugi's friends are there, and everyone's there, and then yeah. there's a guy with hair, and he's all like, That guy has crazier hair than me! I want to go to his school! Yeah, uh, Duke start- Devlin, or Otogi in the Japanese version, he really wants to be the main character. Yeah, he really does. He really does. You want to know how hard he does? Uh, how? In the in the manga, the reason why Yugi is so bad at the game at first mm-hmm. is because Duke stole the Millennium Puzzle because he knows about Egyptians. Oh. And he wants to be magic, so he steals the puzzle. And he says, Yugi, you gotta beat me at a game I made. Or else I'm gonna take your magic MacGuffin. I mean, that makes a bit more sense than uh, I put your friend in a dog suit. Oh no, he. Oh no, I think he still did that. <laughs> I, I, I think he might have still done that. They definitely did. He d- okay. So another thing is that uh, they play like a they play like a poker thing instead of mm-hmm. a dice game. Yugi. Okay, so Duke and Joey. Joey doesn't like him because girls like him, and Joey mm. likes girls, and Joey wants the girls to like him. And so Duke is all like, hey, I'm, I'm good at magic tricks. None of these girls give a shit about magic, they just want to look at the hot guy. So, mm. hey, Joey, you want to... I, 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 let's make a bet. Uh, I, I, this is a cup. There's dice in the cup. 
And now it's in my hand. How did I do that? And Joey's all like, what? I don't believe that. I, and he takes the cup. And, jo- and Yogi's all like, wait, Joey, you're an idiot. Don't. And, <laughs> yeah. and Joey takes the cup. And the, the, there's still dice there. And Joey's all like, what the hell? And then Duke is all like, hey, the bet was I could get the dice in my hand without touching the cup. And I didn't touch the cup. And he picks up the die, and he didn't touch the cup. So now Joey's all like, ah, oh, fuck you. What let's, the absolute fuck? Let's play card <laughs> yes. games now. And so yes. they play card games now. And this is one of my favorite duels in the entire series. It's pretty cool. This is like a... It's sort of a draft duel, but not really. They just open up booster packs and make their deck out of what's in the booster packs. Yeah. Normally what you're supposed to do is you open up the booster packs and then everybody gets to pick one card out of the pack they open and then they swap hands with the person sitting next to them and then ev- until everyone's got a 40 card deck. Or 20. 20 cards. Whatever's easier. The point yeah. is, this is... They got... And also, the booster pack that they opened, uh, all of those booster packs with Thousand Eyes Restrict on them, that's a real booster pack called Pharaoh's Servant. Hmm. And all of the cards featured in this episode are actually from that booster pack. Well, how about that? Yep. Yep. Uh, so some people might, some people might, th- some people might think this blatant advertising is, uh, very bad. I think this blatant advertising is really cool. Uh, well, I'll tell you who thought the blatant advertising was really bad. America. Yeah, America wasn't th- wasn't thrilled about that. And, and America's so not thrilled about kids. that's actually why four kids erased all that why four kids changed the fuck out of the card layout. Yep. Um yeah, the see four kids they th- like they they don't change shit they don't do all the horrible shit they do out of an obsessive need to protect people from the evils of Japan. No, they do this because of Karens. Karens and the law. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think we explained this before, but yeah, the reason they changed all the card layouts uh, is because if they looked exactly like the real cards that you can buy, then it would be classed as an advertisement and they'd have to pay like extra tax to air it on TV. Yep, even though it's pretty much already an advertisement, everybody who watches this knows what's up. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah, okay. Oh, and uh, again, there was a, tra- a trading card in real life release called Trials of Hell, and ca- all the Karens got mad, so Upper Deck had to had to just fuck it all up. Hmm. So now all the car- so now all the references to Hell and Satan got to be uh okay, so that card Jin Satan whatever the fuck his name is, um his name is Wint- Witty Phantom in English. Hmm. Uh, that's got exactly the same impact. Yep. F- fucking uh, data corn I'm looking at here is probably called U.S. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> like testicle testicle drive or something. Uh, in in, J- in Japan, Japan's. And anyway, so. so anyway, aside from how upsetting upsetting the law the laws and advertising and all that are, he's like, oh, blatant advertising is bad, even if it's actually really cool. Cause like, it's like they they're not a lot of duels where players will just pick random cards and throw them at each other, and it's really cool. Yeah. So like anyway, it. back back to the episode. Uh, uh, back so, to the episode. Yeah, D- Duke uh, challenges you, uh, Joey rather, to and, uh, uh, duel masters. 
And Duke is all like, well, card Duel Monsters hasn't taken over the world yet, except it will retroactively have taken over the world much earlier than now in the future, but it hasn't yet. <laughs> it gets complicated, folks. Um, so I don't even have a deck. I am literally, like, every single one of my cheerleaders probably has a deck, but I don't. So, <laughs> It's like it's like a, it's like an adult in America saying, "I don't have a car, I don't have a gun." So let's go take a random guns out of my gun collection. Yes. <laughs> and so anyway, so Joey takes a random gun and shoots him point blank, and he's dead. And the series is over because now they're Except on the run. Except he's not the quite dead. He's got fifty <laughs> life points remaining. Yeah. And then he comes back with his own gun and shoots Joey. <laughs> yeah. And now he says, "Ha." Huh. I shot you, now you're my dog. Yep. Yep. So Maybe we just glossed over Oh wait, wait, uh Joe real Joe his dying words were that he really wanted us to acknowledge uh one of the monsters in this duel. There's mm-hmm. only two that are there's only two that will have any relevance going forward. Well, three. Three and a half? Uh he wanted us to acknowledge Gradius. I don't even know what that is. A Konami arcade game. Oh, well, I, I know space- what that is, but I don't it's know what space- cards you're referring to. A space- literally the card called Gradius. Yeah, he played it. The, is it called Gradius in the Japanese? Yes. Oh, Actually, okay. no. Uh, in, in, English, in English, it's called Gradius. Because, again, uh, Upper Deck and Four Kids collectively do not give a shit about respecting Konami or their brand. So, which is kind of why Konami disliked them for so long. Uh, like, uh, because the card is called Gradius. Gradius is not the name of the ship in the game. Gradius is the name of the planet that the ship is protecting. Ah. The ship is called the Vic Viper. Which is what it's called in Japanese. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I remember, is that they called it Vic Viper. For the longest time, this card just seemed really kind of random to me, and then I found out video games, and then it made sense. Oh, this card's like it's a vi- like a video game. Nice. And uh, there's actually an entire there was actually an entire Gradius archetype of uh, cards that work with Gradius that are based on power ups from the game, and then hmm. they had an entire archetype of cards about of cards actually called Vic Viper. And, uh, based on the BES, I don't remember what that stands for. Um, there's an enemy in Gradius called the Maui Interceptor Cannon. They're literally Easter Islands that have guns in their mouths. I don't know why. <laughs> video Because video games. I and guess so. that's, that's a card. Maui Interceptor Cannons. Nice. So, uh, if you ever wanted a Bionicle with a gun in its mouth on a trading card, there you go. <laughs> Anyway, Konami so, arcade games. Uh, aside from that, uh, one of the cards Joey uses here will actually be a, a card that he puts in his main deck going forward. So, I find that interesting. Neat. And, uh, Fairy Meteor Crush. One of the car- and Sword Beast Dragon, I guess. Uh, this card single-handedly was responsible for a ruling change. Oh. Or rather, a type of wording change. Or an addition to the rules. The entire effect of Fairy Meteor Crush ha- has a word now in the rules. Piercing <laughs> damage. 
because uh, there are a lot of cards that do what Fairy Meteor Crush does, and they don't want to have to write that whole sh- all that on a card, every single card, every time. So just condense that down into a word. That's good. Relinquished, uh, when it was first released, had so many words in its card description. They didn't. They couldn't even fit in that it could only be summoned with with the ritual spell card. <laughs> so uh, they had to condense down everything that it does into this card absorbs stuff. Neat. Yep, it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite poem. My favorite one. It's one of my favorite duels. Uh, the cards used in it aren't very, aren't particularly relevant, except for the ones I've mentioned. Hmm. I'm pretty okay. sure those are actually all of the ones that were mentioned that were in it. There's a tank with a face. Hmm. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. and, and then uh, Joey uses it and it gets turned into a dog. Yeah. So c- could we just clear the air on this? Uh, Duke absolutely has some weird fetishes, and he just puts them right out on the table. I know. Like. Frankly, if it wasn't, if it, if the show wasn't, like, the show does a very good job at expressing what you're supposed to, what the audience is supposed to be feeling. But, uh, mm-hmm. if they weren't so good at the, if they weren't so good at presentation, you would almost think that this is really just an episode about, about cool people hanging out, because really, who, who doesn't want to be, who doesn't want to dress in a, to put on a fursuit and get beaten up by cheerleaders? Yeah. Threaten me with a good time. Yeah, I mean, definitely Joey's into this, but, you know, I'm not sure yeah, that like, was exactly like, Duke's plan. Like, he, like he's kind of sad about it at first, but then he gets into it because he starts making, he starts actually making dog noises. The, yeah. the, cheer, the, the cheerleaders keep telling him to shut the fuck up because dogs aren't, can't talk. Eventually, he just sort of starts talk, dog noisesing. Yeah. Like, frankly, he, he I don't even- in a dog. Yeah, frankly, I don't even know why that why anyone's upset with this, other than in in the manga this isn't what happens at all. <laughs> uh, um, out of curiosity, does what does happen in the manga? Uh, you okay? So for starters, uh, the reason that there's a giant clown statue on the entrance of the store that Duke owns is because his dad is a clown, and his dad. Uh, steals Yugi's Millennium Puzzle and lures him into the room where they play the dice game. Oh. I guess uh, that explains why there's never any fucking Yami Yugi in that, I think. What? Did Yami not appear in that arc, or am I thinking of a previous one? Uh, no, Yami did appear in the Dungeon Dice Monsters in the anime. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm thinking of that fucking part in the fucking um, in the fucking simulator thing. For some reason, yeah. Yami Yugi mm. didn't appear for like two whole episodes, and it was really jarring when he did appear. It's, be- it's because he, it's because he, the, he, they, he everything didn't was here re- for two whole episodes, and then a fucking NPC fairy died, and he tur- suddenly turned into fucking Mega Man Zero. <laughs> Big Five, I will make you pay for making an NPC that made me experience emotions. <laughs> <laughs> like there's going to be a later episode when Yugi summons out Yami Yugi for something inconsequential and he gets super pissed about it. 
<laughs> but he was okay with this bullshit. <laughs> okay, uh, so again, it goes back to the weeping angel thing. A- a- any suitably detailed representation of a dual monster is alive. So technically, I guess this counts as killing a mo- as killing a real living thing. Hmm. But uh, so actually, again. Yeah, okay. They just the card the monsters just reincarnate the that after twenty seconds it's fine. Yeah. So so what you, what you were saying about the about the clown? Uh. So I yeah I obviously didn't know anything about yeah. The manga. So Duke, I just so figured Duke's it was wordplay because the shop is called Black Crown and in Japanese the R's and the L's and the clowns. Nope. Nope. Duke's dad is a clown. I mean, I'm sure it's also that, but yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's probably probably a pun. Japan likes puns, but yeah, uh, Duke's dad steals the Millennium Puzzle, uh, lures Yugi down a dark alley, and then Duke is there, and there's a table, and Duke is all like, hey, Yugi, you remember when uh, I was in school, and I made your friend look like an idiot? Do it again. Because, okay, um, we skipped over this. In the manga, instead of the dice game that they played at the school... Uh, they played like poker or something, or blackjack or some bullshit. Mm, right, and Yami actually st- and y- Yami actually sat in when Joey lost and was humiliated. And mm. he, and then they played again. Again, and Yami did the manga thing where he kicks ass. Right. Okay. But here there is no Yami in the manga because again, the uh, a, a a clown showed up and stole his puzzle. <laughs> it's it's weird. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so then they play Dungeon Dice Monsters, and Yugi's an idiot. Normal Yugi's kind of an idiot, so he's not good at games. But in the anime, they just decided, hey, what if Yami just is really confused about dice for some reason? I mean, okay, t- to be fair, like, Duke doesn't explain the rules very clearly, so... Yeah, but Yami has done so well in the past with shit he doesn't understand. Like, Dungeon uh, Dice Monsters is so similar to the Labyrinth Duel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose I suppose that the dice thing wasn't exactly clear, but, like, come on. I mean, I mean, e- even now, after watching the full four episodes, I still don't know what exactly the rules are on, like, how many dice you need to match to make a thing happen, other than summoning. That's the only one I understand. Yep. 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 And you know the sad part is that all of the rules in this in this episode of the anime, like I think the game in real life actually works identically to the way it does in the show. Like you could actually learn how to play the game by researching these episodes. And if you're hmm. confused, then that just goes to show that that there's a reason why it didn't sell very well. Uh, Dungeon Dice yeah. Monsters is um didn't didn't do so hot. Yeah, the, more than anything else, this definitely felt like an advertisement for a, a spin-off oh, game it was. that they wanted to make. Oh, it was. Uh, it was, and it did not do well. Yeah. Which is sad, because Yu-Gi-Oh! was all about games that weren't dual monsters, and the first time they try to actually sell you one of those games, it fails. Yeah. It's oh, basically wow. it, it's, it's basically in JoJo when Iraqi tried to do something other than stands, and no one liked it, and no one liked it. So he's like, "No, do stands again." Hmm. Uh, and then I, I guess Yugi feels the same way because at the end of the duel, he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm summoning Black Magician. I don't care if he's not in this game. I'm going to make him in and this game." D- d- 
Yep, and uh, Duke is all like, ah, fuck. Pegasus said he was going to put dual monsters in this. I guess I didn't actually review any of the files he sent me. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, that's a weird point. So he's like, oh, uh, Pegasus added dual monsters monsters into this game. But then at the end of the episode, um, he's like, oh, I guess Industrial Illusions is now licensing the game? So what were they playing before? Okay, so he went... So he made the game, yes. and he programmed the game into the machines, Yes, and he did all that, Yes, uh, because Pegasus, technically, the licensing agreements had all gone through already. So, frankly, I don't know why Duke was angry at this point. Yeah, like, that, that, that's basically, what I'm about as well. his game was his game was already being published. In fact, he was just about to sell it in a store. That's why the store is open. Yeah. So, like, there's no reason for him to be angry right now. Yeah, but his whole motivation. Like, ah, Pegasus is- isn't returning my calls, you bastard! <laughs> I'm going to kill you with with dice or whatever. I'm going to turn your friend into a fetish puppet. You know what? Duke never actually says that the reason he's mad about Pegasus not returning his calls is anything to do with Dungeon Dice Monsters. Maybe they've just had a thing going on, and he's mad about that. Okay. Well, they made it worse, because in the manga, um, Duke doesn't actually have any personal vendetta against Yugi whatsoever. Um, It's his dad who's angry at Yugi's grandpa. And Yugi's grandpa, grandpa Yugi's grandpa is reduced from having an important role in this arc to just doing weird old man shenanigans. Such as? <laughs> Liam, you know damn well what I'm talking about. <laughs> he sees a, he sees a big TV with pretty girls on it, and he, th- and he just starts molesting it in public. <laughs> and everyone's all like, hey, old man, down in front, and they throw beer at him. Oh, dear. I assume it's, it's beer. Might be soda. I don't know, maybe Kaiba turned all of Japan into Dry County, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just... Uh, so in in the before card games time, you, I don't remember. I actually didn't read why this happened, but Yugi's grandpa and the clown, who at this point was not a clown, um, played a shadow game somehow. What? <laughs> what? I didn't read that. I did not read that part. I do not know why this happened, but it did. And so the black in a Phantom of the Opera situation, the black clown's penalty game left him disfigured. So he now he dresses as a clown because he's ugly. What? And and now he's mad at. And now he's mad at Yugi for being. Related to his grandpa, so he has a ch- he he has a son to go beat up Solomon's son. Like he he explicitly he explicit he makes it explicitly clear that he had a son just to get revenge on someone oh. who he like just what the fuck is this? You could tell why they didn't adapt this fully because it really doesn't. It really makes less sense. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
Dice! So eventually, Yugi remembers he's Yugi, and uh, wins. Yes, he, he uses the black hole teleport cards to teleport to the opponent's side of the board. And he and, wins. And he wins, yeah. And he hits, he punched good. He, he punched Oh, really and, good. uh, um, I, what, I, I really like the, one of the names they came up with, what, the four kids, or Upper Deck, or whoever, maybe Mattel, whoever the fuck came up with it, they named that, they named that rolling ball robot monster guy from Goragon to Thunderball! <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Yugi says it just like that. Thunderball! I move Thunderball to the place! And, uh, Duker of Twin Swords and Mighty Mage are not dual monsters yet, but their designs will be adapted into dual monsters later on. Hmm. Oh, uh, and in the manga, there were no dual monsters in, in this game. Whatsoever. Uh, Dark okay. Magician was actually a monster called Armor Wizard Pazuzu or something. And uh, what it was is that it turned into a sword that uh, Yugi's dungeon master, because in the in the manga, you weren't the dungeon master. The dungeon master was a token on your side of the field, like a little wizard looking guy. And Yugi gave that guy a sword and now he wins. Hmm. Sure. Uh... Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I just want to say uh, appreciation time for Duke Devlin's design. Uh, he's, yeah, he's pretty freaking cool. Well, he was he was designed to be what if the main character, but he was basically designed with a main with a main character budget. Yeah, uh, and also I really like how they worked in some very subtle uh, clown iconography into his design, especially his face. Uh, like, he's got yep. that little clown makeup on one cheek, he's got the headbands that's like a circus performer headband, it's pretty freaking cool. Yep, and I didn't notice, but his name is, it's, it's, uh, his name is literally Ryugi. Uh, yep. Like, Ryugi. Like, it's Yugi, but again... I mean, kind of like if you spell it in Japanese, it it's kind of spelled completely differently. But you know, it's pronounced the same, basically. Well, no, not really. It's it. Look, it's look, Ryuji, it, isn't it? It's thought... a it's some good practice for everyone involved because they're gonna be making you. They're gonna be designing Yugi over and over again every year for the next century. Yeah. Uh yeah okay no his anyway, name is Ryuji and, uh, okay so again in the manga the next the next two episodes are part of this arc but we didn't watch those because they're not in oh. season two except I did they're pretty funny okay so uh yeah we will talk about that next time but you know what Yu-Gi-Oh! we made pretty good time today we got yeah half a season. In less than three hours. Less than two and a half hours, even. How the f- Oh, crap. Because nothing of importance happened. And also, there's only three of us. I think that helps. Yugi literally- Yugi Yugi literally became the owner of card games. All the card games. Like, Yugi and- Between Yugi and Kaiba, you basically have- Yes, but that literally, like, two episodes. And then everything after that was, like- Filler, basically. It was yeah, yeah. filler. It's all <laughs> Yugi, Yugi, Yugi and Kaiba basically own the world now. Yes. 
Also, and, uh, Yugi officially refers to himself as the king of games for the first time. Well, uh, king of duelists, specifically. Well, in the, in the subs I watched, he called himself the king of games. It, it, you can hear him say it, like, like duelist no o, or something. He usually just refer. He usually just refers to uh, it as the title that I won. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, Although, King of Duelists, in, King in of Games. Four, it's the same thing because Duel Monsters is the, the only four, game they play. In the four kids dub, uh, after beating Pegasus, Yugi asks Dark Yugi, "So, what should I call you now that my friends know you are real and I am not crazy?" Uh, and he says, "Oh, uh, well, I've been called many things in my life. I've been called y- Pharaoh, y- Yu-Gi-Oh, Yami." He literally says that the title they just won is his name. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. Uh, before I knew that that's what the t- that the title and the title are the same title, I was just thought, oh, what are we doing? Like Shazam thing? The name of the franchise is his name. That's a funny thing. And then I found out what words meant, and then yeah. I was just as much as confused and just. Just uh so in in uh in the four kids anime they refer to him interchangeably as Pharaoh or Yami. Yeah. Nobody get nobody calls him Yu-Gi-Oh except Ram except grandparents. Hmm. And Although also I th- kind of I'm, Yugi I, when he transforms. You know I swear to God, I think I've heard Solomon call Yugi Yu-Gi-Oh in in this what we're watching. Sometimes he says, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh. I think that's just him old manning all over the place. Yeah. He's just so like, he, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, old man, he, he old man so hard, he, actually, he accidentally addresses his grandson as royalty. Yeah, you know, as you do. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I think that's where we should end the episode. Let's yep. all be old and and watch season two next time. Get off my lawn! Yeah. I, I live in an apartment building. I don't even have a lawn, but get off of it! Next time we're going to watch season two, episodes one to twenty-four, also known as episodes fifty to seventy-three overall. Uh, yeah, back in my day, it snowed every day. Hemorrhoids. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Ah, card games on motorcycles.